Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dum Dums and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers have arrived at the church in time to witness the birth of a monster. Richter identified the church as a nexus of power. Caddy got Red to promise that she wouldn't hurt anyone good moving forwards, and Red got Caddy to promise not to die on the claws of an eldritch horror. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. The architect of the doom that came to Helmfirth stands bleeding before you. Uh, the rain seems to miss him, um, curving around uh, the shape of his body as as he stands there, uh, grinning um, a a smile so euphoric and uh, satisfied uh, that it uh, it it's almost sickening to look at. Um, as uh, as you see him stand before you, you can see um, just a series of cuts and slashes. Um, none so deep as as to reveal the uh, the, the squishy, fleshy bits below, um, but uh, he's clearly lost a tremendous amount of blood and is is incredibly pale. Um, but he doesn't seem to feel it as as he stands there, arms outstretched, 
um, and, uh, and, and kind of looking to you. Um, having said this, he, he kind of looks to the sky um, and uh, puts his tongue out as though to catch uh, the raindrops on it, but they still bend around him. Caddy will raise a shaking paw and just point at the guy and go, Red, you can shoot him. I got this, honey. And she's going to get out of the car. Cool. Um, he, uh, he kind of has his arms out. It's a bit of a Shawshank moment for him. Um, but the rain is still missing him. Uh, and um, he, he sort of like, he almost seems to have forgotten the presence of the car. Um, you can see his leg is pretty fucked up from where you hit him. Um, and he begins to, to limp, kind of dragging his leg uh, uh, toward uh, the, uh, the, the sort of um, inky black womb that surrounds the, uh, uh, the, the ruined church. Uh, I would like to grab him by the throat and slam him onto the hood of the car. Fair enough. Um, can you go ahead, Claire, and roll me? Um, this is probably going to be a melee. I mean, we could actually, let's just make this a straight uh, strength. Okay. Or I'd like you use dex because I feel like you're, you're not, like, he's not resisting. He's mm-hmm. lost a lot of blood and is wandering around in the blood rain as you do. <laughs> Uh, that's a success. Success. Okay, great. So, yeah, he's um, he's not offering any resistance. So you're able to spin him around fairly easily, slam him against the car hood. Um, and he almost doesn't seem to notice. Um, that sort of sense of euphoria is is still there. Um, and um, he looks at you, and the smile doesn't falter. And kind of, despite your hand around his throat, just says, it, "I I didn't need to build them. I was so foolish." I simply had to make them. Isn't it beautiful? Make what? The things I saw in my dreams. The landscape from beyond. The most perfect non-Euclidean geometry. And architecture. It's perfect, don't you think? What did you bring here? Um, and uh, he, he smiles and kind of shakes his head at you and like, uh, come on, silly. Get away and just says... Uh, Oh, I, I didn't have to bring anything. I, it was all already here. I just had to paint it. And he kind of holds up his, his ruined arms. Um, and uh, you can see all the, the, the cuts and slashes. Um, and uh, he, he just smiles and says, sculptors often talk about how they merely have to remove the marble and let the true form out. That was true of this whole town. The cathedral, the tower, the mausoleum, they were all already here. I just had to bring them forward. And how do we put them back? Um, and uh, at that, he, he looks genuinely confused. Um, and he says, you can't put back what was already here. Um... I think at this point, Caddy, having overheard this, will like dodge out the door. Uh, and he wants to look around to see if there's like physically a painting of some kind anywhere around the dome or the area. Like maybe there's some item <clears throat> attached to this. Okay. So um, in the uh, at street level, there's this sort of big inky black bubble <clears throat> um, or dome. Um, the um, You can hear uh, the sound of, of screams uh, in the distance. The rain is starting to let up. 
um, <clears throat> it's getting uh, more and more infrequent. Um, as uh, weather patterns are like to do, um, the clouds are shifting and moving and uh, it's, it's lightening up a bit. As it does, you can see there are um, uh, sort of townspeople running around um, kind of from shelter to shelter. Um, a lot of uh, sort of scared people hunkering down in, in buildings. Caddy, um, <clears throat> uh, in the immediate area, you can't see uh, anything. Richard seems to have just been wandering the streets. Do you think you're trying to get to a higher vantage point? As a cat, you're actually like, very capable of of yeah vertical think, movement in a way no one else has been in this game so far yeah 100 percent. i think he's he'd go to the highest point where he could see the most to try to figure out what the fuck is going on okay so you'd like dart up a fire escape um to uh the top of uh just sort of we'll say like sort of a small apartment building that's nearby like a, a four-story apartment building um and uh from the roof um you get a a proper view of 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 helmforth kind of spreading out beneath you um, and, uh, it is a fucking tremendously strange site. Uh, can you roll me a spot hidden to see how much information I can give you about what's <laughs> happening to the town? Just a second. I rolled the wrong kind of dice. <laughs> All good, brother. It's hard when you're um, a cat, you don't have those opposable thumbs. It's true. I have a success. Okay, cool. Um, so there are no paintings uh in the immediate area um however uh concerningly um there are new buildings um on the skyline now you haven't seen helmforth in a while so it would make sense that the city would be different or the town would be different than you remember um however uh the uh massive uh non-euclidean gothic cathedrals made of blood are new um you can see um three massive structures um that uh immediately um give you a sense of vertigo as, as you behold them um they don't quite make sense uh and they seem to be made um almost wireframe um if you can kind of imagine that um of um streams of blood that are are moving actively um kind of uh, almost in a, a pulsing rhythm um, there are three of these these buildings um, sort of throughout uh, the town. If Richter were up here, he would recognize uh, the sites that had been um, identified uh, by the the mobsters. Um, however, for you, it's just very clear that they kind of form a, a triangular shape. Um, like if you were to triangulate it, the uh, the church would be at the dead center. Um, these all seem to kind of be at at. Uh, various points with your success um you can see that um there is um one in uh, the town square which makes sense based on what you've heard um there is one kind of in the north of the city uh, of the town rather which um to your surprise is um uh pink um and smooth uh, and kind of as as your your eyes adjust um, you can see that it is uh, blood-drenched snow. Um, there seems to have been uh, some sort of blizzard effect in the north north part of um, Helmfirth. Um, and uh, the last one um, seems to be half-submerged uh, in the, uh, the water um, and sort of half on, on land um, in the east, uh, in the ports. Okay. Um with that information, Caddy would definitely just like 
dash back down the building to where Red's got the guy and be like, okay, so there are three blood castles. There's one in the middle and they're, they're where all the bad things coming. We should go to the town square and you should shoot that guy. Richter, we got to go to the blood castle. How do you break a blood castle? Do I have that answer just ready to go for him? I don't think I do. Um, no. Um, blood castle doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you, but you yeah. can go ahead and roll me a, a mythos check. Um, because now that your, your brain's uh, just slightly more tuned to these things, yeah. it's a little bit easier for you to make these jumps. Lemon und soda. That's how you get rid of the blood castle. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's an extreme success. That's a two that I rolled. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so you're able to piece together from uh, just kind of, uh, you know, defocusing your eyes a little bit and and uh, thinking about it. Um, it would seem that um, Richard has managed to call forth the um, some of the architecture that he he had planned um from another realm um there should be ways to disrupt these things um he's not uh, a spellcaster he has no real magic if anything he seems to have almost been um he's likely been used as a tool of of the forces beyond he's been worked through yeah kind of like um you can almost think of him as like uh, a prism through which kind of this magic has has been able to spread um, but the good news for that is it's not like a bunch of warlocks went out into the, like the middle of town and summoned it and put, you know, hexes and runes and protections around it. It's like he literally bled himself to create these things, but that means they will be relatively fragile. Um, so um, to your mind, uh, there should be a way to disrupt each of these focus points. Um which will hopefully lessen the effect of, of this. Now, it would be helpful to have some of your gear um, because you certainly didn't come armed for this. No, uh, yeah. And given, again, luckily for you in this instance, um, since he isn't a practicing occultist, you might actually be able to break this stuff with some of the shit you've got at the curiosity shop. Like this isn't proper. It'd be different if the, the cult had done it, but because it's just this guy, you might actually be able to break it with some conventional magic. It's like all of the things you've ever studied are coalescing. Uh, okay, yeah. Some kind of finale-esque way. Interesting. Interesting. Well. Um, so I will say, uh, um, uh, well done, little one. Uh, Red, we need to get back in the car. We need to go right now. We need to head to any one of these uh, uh, three, uh, what did he call them? The, the towers, the mausoleums, the cathedral. The blood castle. There's one in the court, town square. It's the closest. Do yeah, we need we... this man? No, shoot him. Let's go. He's bad. Richter, Richter, do I need this man? No, he has done his work. I'll shoot him. Um, and he just smiles and says, I have. And then the bullet uh, explodes his face. Um as uh, as you do, the uh, the blood rain ceases. Um, dark clouds remain, moving shapes in the clouds. Generally bad news bears. She is a hero. We need to get to my shop. All right, guns will do fine with people like Chen here, but we need something more uh, substantial against these... Uh, blood castles as you put it i would hope we do and she's getting it back in the car do you have like bombs what do you have 
We will take inventory when we get there. Um, and so uh, you begin to to rip through the streets uh, towards Helmforth Curiosities. Um, as you approach, um, Red, you're Red and Addy, you, or Caddy rather, you'd be kind of up front, I imagine. Can you both roll me uh, spot hidden, please? Yeah, I think Caddy's default now that now that Red's done something that demonstrates that she became a hero again because she mm. did the wrong thing and bad things happened, but she did good things and good things happened. He'll be riding the dash, I think. Cool. Just excitedly watching things. Love it. That's a that is a very large fail. Yep. <laughs> uh, that is an extreme success. Hey, we balance each other out. Um, okay, so Caddy. Um, as, uh, as you approach the shop that you remember um, eyeing with, with you know, a, a deal of, I think, apprehension as a kid. Like, you were super curious, um, obviously, but I think it always felt in, kind of in the realm of adults. Um, but also kind of being a, 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 you know, boy genius, child of science, um, it, it always seemed a bit hokey. But uh, your time reading books in there has really kind of turned you around uh, around on it. Um, <clears throat> that said, because you were always kind of wary of the place, your, your immediate instinct kicks in to be somewhat concerned. And, uh, as you, you scan, um, you, uh, you see, uh, shapes, uh, moving inside the shop and, uh, you think you can see a, a large, um, sort of, uh, a formic or insectoid wing, um, uh, sort of, uh, just, just for the briefest second, uh, above the shop kind of up over the 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 lip of the roof uh, before it disappears from view. Okay, keep driving, because there's a giant scary bug on the roof. And now that he says that, can I see it? Uh, you miss it. Um, okay. It's one of those things where, like, he, it's classic horror movie shit, where it's like, you look, and it's it, there's nothing there, but... Um, right. you can, well, you can see shapes moving in the, in the, the shop itself. I thought your shop was protected, Richter. I thought nothing could get in. Didn't sound like anything was in the shop. There is, I, I see some shapes in there moving around. There was a giant bug wing on the roof and there's definitely something inside it. Oh, I did not see it. I, I I'm sorry. I, um, well, we did not leave the protection spell on when we left it is open to anyone it is a place of business i i I need to make a living well you're not there all right okay Okay. um we need the stuff that's in it (laughs) wait wait what what do you need from inside because maybe i could sneak in and get it for you and bring it out and then you don't have to get attacked do you have some stuff in mind tom or shall i just bullshit some cool magic stuff (laughs) Um, I think, uh, generally speaking, what we're looking for is, and I, I think it's safe to say that like Richter would have this sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you kind of the rough vibe of what it is. You can give me the the specifics on yeah, okay, on uh, what we're looking for. You don't want to be just be like it's a golden shotgun from Constantine, starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into a world of darkness and vampires. With Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast featuring Ryan LaPlante as the gangster Ridley Beef, Tyler Hewitt as the conflicted detective Everett Fry, and Megan Miles as the poet Iris Dunn with storyteller Tom McGee. Join these newly turned vampires as they try to take control of Montreal. But all is not as it seems. 
and as their humanity slowly slips away, they are forced into increasingly dangerous situations as the streets of the city run red with blood. Ain't sticky with syrup? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. New episodes available weekly. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, and then I, I'm going to need to see the small silver bombs from Priest. Yeah, uh, the movie uh, starring uh, Paul Bettany. Um, <clears throat> and then just whatever's inside those blue capsules, Caster Troy takes in face off. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and and the green orbs from the rock. Uh, yeah. The UV bullets from Underworld. Oh my god! Uh, but not and from blade, Underworld Evolution. Blades like weird light, Garrett. <laughs> Oh, Wonder, fuck. I Wonder forgot about UV bullets too. Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just hit all the franchises while we are there. It will be a regular ready player van. Um, yeah. Um, they so, call this spell breach of copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, the IP calypse. Oh, damn. Oh, that one. I may never recover from that. Yeah, I, nor should you. Calypse. That's. Oh, good God. <laughs> I call that a world killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so, Richter, you're looking for um, basically um, standard um, uh, objects um, that would, or probably not necessarily physical objects, but I think these are more consumables. But um, anything that could be used to um, ruin a ritual, break a, a summoning circle. Um, all that sort of stuff. So I think we're talking like holy water or, you know, um, sand uh, from an ancient temple deep, deep, deep in the desert, like long buried in the Sahara of a forgotten people. Um, you know, um, the supposed blood of, you know, a high priest of, you know, Akhenaten, yeah. all sorts of weird, like vaguely kitschy shit. But again, it's just all the stuff that would fuck up um a spell because again without any proper craftsmanship behind this stuff it all should be fairly volatile so basically just anything that would overload and break it um it can okay. be an object uh, but i would say probably lean more towards consumables because uh, that's more fun okay uh then i start describing objects to caddy um i'll say uh, uh there is uh, uh, an old uh, ceramic uh, jar and there is a, a carving, a design in it. It is a, of, a, of an open, gaping human mouth. It, it, it is about a little bit smaller than you. You should be able to find it. Do not pull the stopper off of the jar. That is very important. Okay. Is there anything smaller than me? Smaller than you, there is... Um, some uh, uh, holy water. Uh, um, uh, you, they were, they, it is in the back. It is just a small uh, glass uh, jar of that. Uh, it has is a, the, the holy cross uh, on top of it. Um, there is a small uh, pouch of uh, ash. Uh, do not touch the ash. <laughs> uh, the pouch is just a small uh, purple satin um, and it is uh, uh, underneath in a, in, in a drawer in the front counter. Um, are, are you are you taking? Are you going to remember all of this? <laughs> yeah, there's the small pouch under the counter. It's purple, and then there's the holy water in the back of the cross, and then there's some sort of jar with a mouth on it that's probably too big for me to carry out. So I'm hoping you have more options. 
Red, uh, can you roll me a, um, what is the, uh, I want to say sleight of hand. Is that a thing? Yeah. Sleight of hand, please. Uh, success. Great. Uh, it's not your first time trying to figure out how to smuggle a thing out of a place. Um, you kind of uh, quickly managed to put together a little kind of like satchel um, that mm-hmm. you can tie to to Addy that'll let you basically backpack the uh, the jar. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I got to get the mouth jar, the purple pouch, and the holy water. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Um... I think it would make sense to not have backups for this. So that that would... Yeah. Okay, so no, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Three things. Um, so I'm thinking, uh, if you want to go somewhere near, I can run away if things go bad, and Red has a gun. So just let me know where the gun is, and I'll run towards the gun. Should we enter through the back? Wait, why are you coming? Should you enter through the back? Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. I don't want to try the front. All right, then I, we should go to the alley, or you should stay in the car, Richter, and make sure that... It- we have a quick getaway. Yeah, I will stay in the car. Uh, small creatures that may or may not be Addy. There is a phrase that you can say that may come in handy. Uh, the, the shop is enchanted. Uh, it's a protection spell. If you say, uh, alas, Poyoric, I know him, Horatio, uh, things should not be able to get uh, in or out. Use that however you see fit. Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him Horatio. Yeah. Okay. Be careful where and when you say that. I do not know what will happen to you if you are halfway across the threshold or something like that. And do not knock yourself in there where I can't get to you. Okay, what if I turn it on? How do I turn it off again? Same same phrase. Okay. This is good. (laughs) No, it's not, but it's the best we have. All right, Caddy, you approach the back door of the shop. Go ahead and roll me that sweet, sweet stealth check there. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) That is a hard success. A 14. Triple zeros. So that's either the best or worst of rolls. That's the best of rolls. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the worst. 100. That's 100. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Just wanted to confirm. Uh, Big old so ugly you phone. are in good shape. <laughs> um, you slip into uh, the shop and um, you can um, immediately uh, smell um, just kind of a uh, an earthy scent on the air. Um, just, uh, just kind of a... Um, uh, almost a fungal spore smell, um, which to your cat senses is like magnified by a tremendous factor. Um, the shop itself is is dark. Um, there aren't any lights on. Uh, but as you begin to creep in, um, you can hear uh, the sound of movement. Uh, worth noting, not footsteps, um, but uh, the the soft padding uh, sounds of of uh, of movement, but uh, almost like slippered feet. Hmm. All right, me we'll a get listen this. check. Yeah, yeah, we can do a listen check. I'm down. That is a success. Cool. Um, you can tell that it isn't bipedal. 
So it's not, you know, left foot, right foot. It's not kind of like sounds. left foot, left foot, right foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Okay. Um, Drunk. Yeah. His Drunk focus dancer. right out the gate because he's in the back is to get the holy water because that's the thing that's in the back. The smallest thing because he can get the holy water in the back. Then he can go for the pouch and then he can get the giant thing in his backpack last because that feels like the highest risk. Okay. That makes sense to me. Um, let's go with a spot hidden, but I'll give you advantage so you can re-roll your tens. Weird thing about that, Tom, is I already have advantage on spot hidden. <laughs> well, we got a badass cat over here. All right, fair enough. So just the one advantage. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> cool. That is a hard success. Great. Um, so yes, uh, it's very easy to find uh, the holy water. Um, you got to kind of move some stuff out of the way because I feel like Richard doesn't put a whole lot of uh, stake in in you know church relics. Uh, hmm. This almost seems like a, I have to have this. It's just a thing people expect when they come to the store. Um, but uh, yeah, sure enough, it's there. Um, there's a, a thick layer of dust on it, but uh, you manage to slide it into your into your your harness. Uh, then he would go for the pouch. Pouch is number two. So okay. he's got to sneak into the front, but he's got to be extra sneaky. Yeah. So stealth again, please. I'm going to give you two rounds of me not rolling because I fumbled, fumbled real hard. Fair mm-hmm. enough. That is a hard success on the stealth. Um, <laughs> he's kitted out for two skills, the best stealth and spot hidden. <laughs> he is a cat. Uh, all right. Well, so far, so good. Um, you uh, start to make your way into the uh, the shop uh, proper, and you can still hear uh, these these padded footsteps. Uh, as you come out of the back, though, uh, you can hear that there are several pairs of them um, in different spots. So it's not one creature; it is several creatures um, throughout the the store. Um, and uh, you can hear the uh, the buzz and whine of insects. Um, rather loudly okay he's gonna stay low and small uh can he see the drawer where the pouch is um yes you'll have to jump up to reach it though okay he's gonna he's gonna like steal himself and think in his head like you can do this you're 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 backing up your heroic friend uh, and, you, and that that old man who seems to think you're a demon sometimes uh you can <laughs> do this uh and he'll jump for it we've all seen cats attempt this just that like estimation of like from here to there i bet i can maybe i can't fucking do it but yeah yep yep um so go ahead with a jump please okay that is a hard success um you you land with uh feline elegance uh on the counter and kind of quickly um, skitter kind of down into uh, into the drawer. Um, as you do so, um, you see uh, a, a shape um, move by um, sort of large leathery insectoid wings, um, an elongated body, um, six pairs of legs, uh, and a, um, a sort of uh, uh, orb-shaped head um, that uh, has little little tiny mandibles um, that are, are clicking and buzzing um, that seems to be examining um, the uh, the book that you uh, left on the floor with great interest. 
uh, he's not happy. He has bigger, more scared eyes, but he just wants to get that pouch and and go. Cool. Um, so you grab the pouch, um, and the last thing remaining you can see on a shelf just past uh, where this uh, this creature is, um, high up on on a, a high shelf, is the mouth jar. Okay. Then I think there's probably two steps to this journey. Step one is jumping onto that shelf high enough he can just walk over, and step two is sneaking over to the thing. He's got to he's got to get him done. Yep. So give me that sweet sweet jump. That is a hard success. Uh, you leap, um, land on the shelf, and there's a, a hot Jackie Chan second of uh, you know uh, a, a skull candle holder almost falling off, but you manage to reverse cat. And just push it back on. Oh. Um, it goes against all of your feline instincts to not just shove it off uh, to the. <laughs> yeah, he, you, you see him like look at his paw and he has to fight it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's a full Doctor sides. Strange yeah. love situation. <laughs> um, so you, uh, you manage to, to stop that. Um, from up here, you can see that there are three of, of these creatures uh, moving throughout. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll sanity check, sir. Okie dokie. Sanity. I want to roll over or under. I can never remember. I believe you want to roll always under. under. Yeah, everything is a target to roll under. Great. Yeah. Then yeah, man, nailed it. Super sane. I was a ghost in a tummy earlier. This is fine. That's just a bug. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, lose four points of sanity. <laughs> Still. Um, like, uh, bugs are bigger than I thought when you're a cat. <laughs> I think that- Better you than Richter at this point. Yup. Um, so you begin to um, creep, uh, uh, having kind of taken your moment of like, okay, this is this is this, this is what we're dealing with. You begin to creep towards the jar. Uh, go ahead and roll me stealth, please. That is a success. Excellent. Uh, can you roll me a listen check, please? As you you creep along the top of the uh, the shelf towards the jar. Oh man, that's a big old not success. That's a failure. Okay. Um, the humming is getting louder from these these insects, uh, almost overwhelmingly so. Uh, and there's something comforting about it. Um, you find yourself getting a little sleepy, um, a little distracted, uh, and then you you reach the jar. Uh, I'm just going to need a straight dex check from you, sir, to see if you can manage jar into backpack while being lulled. Dex check is a success. All right. You um, uh, very like Indiana Jones style. There's like, you know, your little paws, like the old cat pads um, moving. You you slide uh, the jar in, into your bag, um, sling it back across your back. Uh, you're not too far away from the front door, um, but uh, you could also try and go back out the way you came. How do you want to try and get out of here? Uh, how many bugs are between me in the back or me in the front? Um, they're kind of in the middle of the store. So if you fuck up going either direction, they're relatively close. There are three, though. So there are there's kind of one near the back, one near the front, and the one that's closest to you that's reading the book is closer to the back. Okay, he's going to go for the front just because there seem to be fewer bugs and he can book around the building if he needs to. Okay. All important stealth check, my good sir. Let's see if you can get out of here. 
Okay, that is a hard success. Uh, amazing. So you um, you land silently, um, and you do that cat thing where you like when cats are trying to cross the street. Well, if you take a few steps into like admittedly a dangerous zone, give that quick look around, and then it's like fast cat walk. Um, and uh, you you bump into the door, um, step out into the street. Um, at which point uh, the bell. Um, hanging above the door jingles um, and the buzzing goes silent uh, as um, uh, eight pairs of insectoid eyes uh, turn towards you and the creatures begin to lunge and leap. What do you do? Uh, I jump out the door and yell, Alas, poor York, I do, I'm Horatio. Um, and with that, uh, the door slams uh, in the, the face of the attacking Migos. Uh, and you think in your head as as this happens, you almost, you hear just a, almost what could be words saying, we must find the agent. Nalarthotep demands it. The old one must not escape. Uh, and someone else is like, thanks, Jerry. The door is fucking locked, though. Um, and uh, with that, you book it back um, away from uh, the shop. Um, looking back once over your shoulder uh, to see the the century on the roof who rolled a hundred, um, staring completely the wrong direction. And if an insect can look at looking very satisfied with his work. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network. 
where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of true blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's happening. happening.